everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. This is episode 275, recorded on July 3rd, 2023, on the eve of America's birthday. So, happy birthday, America, I guess, uh, <laughs> for all of our United States listeners, I guess. Uh, my name is Steve, but I'm also here joined by Barry. Barry, how's it going, man? Going great, Steve. Happy to be here. Yeah, so we're going to talk all about the Nintendo Direct and a couple other showcases that happened between the last episode and this one. If you missed our last episode on 274, we talked a lot about all the different showcases that have been happening over the summer so far with the Summer Game Fest and and all those different things. But uh, there was a couple others that happened recently, including the finally rumored Nintendo Direct uh, actually happened. It's so we're going to discuss all of that, all the games we've been playing, and let you know about a couple other headlines as well. But if you are new to the podcast, uh, we just encourage you to follow us on social media. We're at Nintendo Fuse on Twitter. And also, uh, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitch right now, please be sure to let us know what you think about all the different uh, news stories, what you've been playing, all those different things. Let us know in the live chat. We love interacting with you all. And if you've never joined us for a live recording of the podcast, we do that every other Monday uh, when we're on our regular schedule. But uh, do he heads up. Uh, after this episode, we are going to be taking uh, several weeks of a, kind of a summer break. And uh, we're going to be back uh, probably at the end of August or early uh, September. We've yet to decide, but most likely to be late August or early September. We will let you know. That's another reason why you should be joining us on social media. So you'll know when we, we schedule that. Also, be sure to join us over on our Discord as well. You can find all the links in our show notes uh, for the podcast, but also in the uh, YouTube description if you're watching the video version here on YouTube. But uh, yeah, one of one of those reasons is because Barry's got some may, maybe something happened recently. Barry, you want to let everybody know? Yeah. Uh, so one of the reasons we we were discussing taking this break was for two reasons. One, uh, Steve is doing some traveling uh, this summer, which is awesome. Uh, so uh, really, we don't want to add the stress of, of that. And the other reason was um, my son was finally going to be born on July fourteenth. And we were all excited for that. And we're like, oh, this would be great. And then because my wife is considered high risk, she's over 35 years old, uh, come 36 weeks, they're like, oh, we want you to come in. We want you to get ultrasound every week and just to check and make sure everything's good. And 36 weeks, last podcast, boom, everything good. 37 weeks, they're like, oh, yeah, the uterus wall is starting to, to detach. That can cause complications. We want you over in labor and delivery right now. And I'm like, what? Hold on, what? <laughs> Are we doing this? Like, like we're not ready. It's for three weeks. We still have more plans, more things to do. Uh, but no, uh, nature takes its toll. And thankfully, due to early screenings, there was no complications. And I sp we spent a, a wonderful couple days in the hospital and a long night of labor, even longer for, for my wife. But it was, it was long for, for me, too. Uh, man, I tell you, that's, uh, it's rough. But, but uh, my son was born on uh, June 25th, a month early, uh, pretty much. It was supposed to be a July baby, June 25th, six months away from Christmas, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so he uh, he came out beautiful. He came out healthy. Uh, everything good with him. He is perfect. 
is just a perfect little boy. And I can't believe that, I, that you know, here we are. I started this, you know, over 10 years ago or 10 years ago with Nintendo Views. And now finally, I joined the ranks of Hassan and Greg as, as a father. Uh, that means I'm responsible for a human being. So, uh, so man, I am terrified. <laughs> Ready or not, here it is. <laughs> Ready or not. Thankfully, my wife is amazing and has like the mother, like the maternal instincts. I tell you, it's like a switch. And like, she just knows, I know how to do this. Da, 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 da. I'm like, how do you know this? And it's like, nope, just maternal. They just know. That's and awesome. as a paternal, it's like, I'm learning. Hold on, wait, I do one. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, it's it's been an adventure. We've already had a, a late night where or a long night where we got maybe a collective hour to an hour and a half worth of sleep because <laughs> he was doing a cluster feeding in the middle of the night and we were passing out and just constantly feeding and crying and uh, but then we've had really good nights too where we've had to wake him up and be like, no, you need to you need to eat. Come on, um, he's a good baby and I look forward to seeing his gaming tastes grow. And of course, in Nintendo Fuse, I'll, you know, I'll be like Greg. I was like, oh, I played this with my daughter. I'll be like, oh, cool, and I'll be playing this with my son. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's a while away. Well, I wonder too. Like I was thinking the other day, we've been doing this for a long time, and and yeah. funny enough, like I I was looking through my emails to um to Mickey just yesterday, and I realized that I think it was in March or April. I think I actually surpassed my my 15 year anniversary with Nintendo Fuse, and wow. uh, and so it's crazy to think that like we've actually had probably many people who have grown up with this podcast and with the the site and everything like that too so um i'm sure like there's probably several in our audience that are have also probably gotten married or you know become parents or whatever alongside this too so if that's you please let us know um that'd be so cool to to know you know how long you've been around and and what life events have happened in your life you know during this time as well because uh, i think that's it's really cool to you know to have this community for that long you know we probably you know we get to share a lot of different things in people's lives and um and yeah for 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 you guys you know having kids over the the the, the course of this podcast like both you and greg have had kids during that time <laughs> like yeah it's crazy yeah it is crazy you know and it's it's just one of those where i mean i i when we started this i don't remember i might have just gotten married when i, when think I joined so or, yeah not just not too married. long before yeah yeah and it was like, like that whole time, it's like a decade of time has been chronicled here. And like, that's one of the things I told, told talking to my wife about, and I said, you know, here's, here's all the episodes I said, and I said, I don't mean to be morbid or anything like this, but this is a real thing. Um, should something ever happen to me, um, you can show him and hmm. you can like see me over the years and you could see who I am over the years. And, and even like during this whole pregnancy, you know, I've talked about it and talked about the months and what things coming up and the, you know, last episode talking about, you know, getting it ready. And obviously this one with the, and he can see this and, and it's all recorded. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, you know, like I, I, I was born and, you know, I, my, most of my grandfathers were dead. Like all my grandfathers were really dead. And like, I never got to know them and all I, all I know is stories, but if I could have seen like videos and stuff like that, that'd be cool. And obviously I'm here, I'm alive and I don't plan to go anywhere, but it's still, you know, anything can happen. And right. it's like, and you know, she started crying and I'm like, I'm not trying to be morbid, but it's just <laughs> one of those things where yeah. if I'm not here, I want him to still grow up with a father in a sense. Right. Right. And this, this yeah. 
recorded everything. Yep. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that the other day too. Um, I don't know what what made it cross my mind, but I was like, you know what? If if you know, God forbid, it doesn't happen anytime soon. But if it did, you know, like between podcasts that I've done and different things like that, like a good portion of my life has actually been recorded, and the things that I'm interested in, and what makes me tick, and my personality, and all that stuff is yeah. is recorded for other people to kind of see. You know, we don't have that from you know. The, the generations before us. Um, so while it is probably maybe, you know, too much, we've, you know, exposed too much on the internet <laughs> at times, not necessarily us, but as a, as a culture. Um, but there's also a lot of positives, I think from, from that as well. And, you know, people know exactly, you know, like if they want to, um, who Steve and Barry were, um, and <clears throat> what games they liked and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, and that's that's the you know funny thing of the internet. Now, how many people are going to care? You know, down the road, I don't right. know. But you know, it's it's one of those things where at least your family, your friends, as records, like how many people have we lost? You know, in our own lives, that like maybe you have a, a home video or two that you can go back and see, and like like that's it, and it brings you tears. But at least you have those moments. But it's it's one of those other things where you you have years worth. You know, it's it's like the the story. Uh, where the the father died and the, they they were played I forget what game it was it was a racing game, but oh, when yeah, he yeah. he had his ghost on there so like his son could race against his father's ghost and stuff and like things like that it, it's something you don't think about in gaming, but it is a real connection, and and absolutely so in in this sense it's the same thing loved ones can always say like oh let's let's listen to an episode a week or let's see what they were up to this time or oh you know it's a holiday july 4th you know tomorrow for for americans it's like oh what were they doing right before you know july 4th in 2023 um what were they playing what what news what was going on in the in the industry um so it's like a time capsule almost yeah yeah and it was cool like I, Jakester said, you know, he, he grew up in the, in the chat. He said he grew up with podcasts since middle school. He was in middle school when he started listening to us and, and, uh, joining in now he's, he's graduated high school like four years ago. Um, yeah. which is crazy to think like, I, I don't remember, I think I was already married by the time the podcast started or this, this version of the podcast, because we had the, the other version before, Talk um, you. but Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, even before that, before actually, that, yeah. yeah, it's that, that's, that's crazy to think about. But, um, before I, but I started Nintendo fuse before I was married as well. And so like I, my, my time with Nintendo fuse predates my, my wedding, I think by like just about six months or so. Like that. So, um, so it's kind of, it's crazy to, you know, I, I'm not a father necessarily, but I, you know, during my time here, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy when, um, when longevity and tenure happens with that kind of well, stuff. So. It also, you you know, you may not be a father to an actual human, but in a sense, you know, Nintendo Fuse is like a child in itself and it's everything we fostered and all the time and energy and effort gone into it. And just like anybody else who does content creation, um, you know, what you do, you know, your mark you put on it, you take pride in it. It's your baby, you know, and it's, it's great that we live in a, in a world where this stuff can be saved for the most part, because, you know, anything on the internet doesn't necessarily always stay there and can be removed and unless there's backups, uh, damn digital age. But <laughs> for the most part, it's, it's fascinating. And I'm just curious, you know, what, you know, like, like what would happen, you know, like this is a fear like I've had before, like what happens like in elementary school, if there's like a bully, like wants to bully my son and like looks up 
you know, me and like sees like a video on or so he goes, Oh look, there's your father. How oh, he like he wearing a super Metroid shirt. He likes super Metroid. and just tease, whatever stupid tease it's gonna be. And it's like, you know, can this be you know, can, can juvenile kids can they use this as fuel? Um, because that's what they are. Kids are mean. Um, growing up, they're just mean. And it's like, now I hope I don't embarrass him. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's more than just you now. <laughs> well, let's, uh, I, I, I don't want to get anybody the, you know, the wrong impression. We're not going anywhere. We're just going to no. take a break for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, we do want to just move into our first section. As always, we're going to talk about what games we have been playing. And uh, some of you are probably wondering if you're regular to the podcast, you're like, wait a second, there's a third voice that I've not heard yet. Um, we've mentioned him before, but Greg is not uh, with us tonight. He had some other obligations. He may be able to jump in uh, later, um, but I uh, just wanted to address that as we move on uh, into what we have been playing. So yeah, let us know in the live chat if uh, what you've been playing as well. But uh, Barry, what, what you've been up to? Other than, uh, you know, having a kid. <laughs> yeah, other than that big life-changing thing. Um, so I'm still doing Pokemon Unite, still doing it every day. Um, that hasn't changed. Uh, one night I did go back into Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy, Final Bar Line to uh, play the new songs. They started with some of the, uh, that was a Mana, the Mana songs started coming, like Final Fantasy Adventure and, and Trials of Mana stuff. So, you know, I, I love the DLC drips. Played those in kind of memory lane. Um, this is the last podcast. Uh, still playing on the Xbox Series X Diablo 4. I beat it. I uh, got myself to a tier 3 world. I'm about to hit 60. Uh, and then another game came out that I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go back to Diablo 4, but I'm going to shelve it for a little bit because a little game on the PlayStation 5 came out called Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> I've been really excited game. for this, just a little. So, of course, I had to start that. And then the next day, you know, was the, the fabled uh, doctor's <laughs> appointment. So that all changed. I'm still playing 16. I would have beat it. The plan was to already have beaten it. <laughs> um, now, I would have beat it even with the child. But because my in-laws are in town, they drove up to be here for my wife and to be here to help take care of the baby. They take over the living room, and I'm a nice guy, so I don't often like say like, "Can I use my own TV?" I'll be like, "All right, I'll let you do what you want." <laughs> so I have I'm close to the end of the game, but you know I'm, I'm taking it slower because of that. But I'm very much enjoying it. It is not an RPG like uh, it's an RPG like in the the the, the, the simplest terms. It is the most streamlined Final Fantasy, and it's so funny because everyone's like, "It's the greatest game ever," and I'm like, "This is linear than Final Fantasy 13." And people gave Final Fantasy XIII so much crap because it was a linear game. What is going on with you? Like, it's a good game. It's a complicated yet simple story. But it is very much not a traditional RPG. It's very, very action-oriented. Um, there's accessories to make it even easier. But you have your party members are constantly rotating in. You don't get equipment for them. You don't power them up. They're just there. You're doing 90% of the damage yourself. Um, it's, there's a whole bunch of options, way too many options for the limited things they give you, um, I feel. Um, but it's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I don't know where it's going to fall by the time I finish it. I know I'm close. Uh, and I will finish it by the next podcast for sure. I, I hope to finish it uh, before the, the sixth of this month. So I got a couple days to try and do that. 
on the PC side, still doing Final Fantasy 14. Speaking of Final Fantasy and uh, mobile Mario Kart Tour, especially like stuck in the hospital. I did a lot of Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I was thinking about your uh, your time with, with Final Fantasy. Is that uh, you're going to end up getting the uh, the the handheld thing for for PS5 because of that? Oh, cute, no. <laughs> you know that's the funny thing too because it's like right right now Diablo Four and and Final Fantasy Sixteen or Xbox and, and or PlayStation for Diablo, but I'm on Xbox and 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 PS5 for for Final Fantasy. I'm like. Why did this have to happen when I'm off a Switch game? Like, like Trails into Reverie is soon, and that was the game I was planning on being in the delivery room playing right. on my Switch. Because you can handle like, it. Like, and, and I've been, just before this, I was playing a bunch of Switch games, Zelda and, and Harmony and stuff like that. And it's like, why now? Like, this is the one time where the games I'm into are home console games right. and not Switch. And it's like, oh. Of course, perfect timing, son. You did right. this. I know you did this on purpose. This was definitely planned. <laughs> Get used to it. No. Get uh, used to it. He's just a sign of saying, Daddy, you're my now. Is pretty much the way it came out. <laughs> uh, let's go to the chat. It looks like the Jigster said uh, he's been playing... Zelda Minish Cap, great game. Started Zelda Wind Waker HD, finding it fun, and still endlessly playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah, he's like working his way through. Uh, Jake Street, you, how many Zelda games do you have left? I, I feel like he's almost made them all the way, made it all the way through the last couple months. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's, he has he's been a doing a lot of that. Left. And he's been doing a lot of Xenoblade. I think he's in chapter six for Xenoblade 3, so it's six okay. of seven, uh, then post game. But uh, yeah, he's. he's plugging away at that that's a that sure. is a big game only 300 right. hours to go <laughs> that's one of those things where final fantasy almost did it but if xenoblade if i was still doing xenoblade 3 at the time uh it'd be pretty much like all right you know oh you, you need to push uh you, you could do you could push it's yeah. okay <laughs> you know you, you don't need me you don't need my help uh, baby cry nah yeah you know blade yeah it looks like he's got wind waker phantom hourglass and spirit tracks are the only ones left so that's crazy oh he's on chapter seven of xenoblade now nice he's almost there nice nice uh so i've i've not been playing a whole lot lately because i've been uh doing some different stuff I've been again travel the traveling hasn't fully started in it's going to be happening over the next uh couple months but um but a little bit of that and some other things that have kind of kept me away from uh playing a lot so a little bit of tears of the kingdom uh wanting to play it a lot more um playing rocket league of course and that's really it for games um but i have found myself and if you're in our discord you probably know because if you're following the meme channel in our discord memes and funny videos or whatever you're posting i have somehow my algorithm on tiktok has changed and so i keep getting all these really funny uh also helpful but a lot of funny tears of the kingdom videos and so people that are making things and um setting the music and all this really elaborate stuff i thought it was really fun so i, I actually thought the other day like it, let us know if you would like this if you would um i thought it be, could be fun if like one or two of us or maybe all three of us could even uh like sit down and and sh shoot like a, a short like maybe 10 minute video or something like that just kind of a reaction 
um, video to some of the, the Zelda videos and, you know, short form uh, stuff that's out there or whatever. But that's been been really fun. So even though I haven't been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom uh, yet, I have been playing. I've been watching a lot of videos, which are just really funny just to like see what people have been making and how they're like creating these gigantic contraptions that just like annihilate these enemies um like taking care of these gigantic enemies you know just by you know setting up some stuff with some zonai charges and just like bam and jump down and then they like blow it all up and there's this huge explosion and you see like a link like walking away with the explosion in the background (laughs) i'm like it's it's so funny that we can do this in that game. So, um, and then I also uh, spent this weekend at Fan Expo Denver. And typically, I don't talk about these events that much, like the Comic Con and and Fan Expo events, because typically there's not as much gaming stuff there. Um, but this year, they've I actually added quite a bit of gaming stuff uh, to to the event. Um, not not a ton but definitely more than in the past. So they, they had uh, uh, like a Japanese arcade this year, which kind of cool, like free play you can walk through. And so they had, they had some games that are, you know, typically in, in some of our American arcades as well, like DDR and, and some other rhythm games and stuff, but they also had a bunch of other uh, stuff that you typically only find in, in Japanese arcades, which was pretty cool to have that. They had uh, several tournaments. So they had like a street fighter six tournament. They had smash brothers tournaments, um, stuff like that at the the event as well, and they also had a bunch of tabletop games, uh, which I which I thought was cool. Uh, um, and they also had several different voice actors. So um, <clears throat> so they had uh, Tara Strong, who's was uh, in Arkham City. Um, they also had uh, Peter Cullen, who's Transformers, um, Optimus Prime, of course. So I think he's not only been in the the shows, but also in some of the games as well. Also, Kellen Goff, who's uh, famous for Five Nights at Freddy's, Nolan North from Uncharted, uh, David uh, D- David Hader from uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh, David K- David K, I think is how you pronounce his name, um, from Ratchet and Clank, and Xander Mobus from Persona was was also there. That nice. was cool. So Joker I think, himself. I don't think they had any. Uh, I was I was going to a lot of the movie and TV show and stuff like that. Uh, their panels. I don't know if any of these guys uh, did have any, have any panels, but they were there like signing autographs and you could meet them and and all that stuff. So it was kind of cool to just kind of walk around. And and uh, my wife and I joked about how it felt like it was like a people zoo. Like, <laughs> like let's go walk. Let's look, look at the people, the famous people, you know, <laughs> and just walking around like, oh, we looked at them. <laughs> So, so That's I looked at all what those it guys. Is. Yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> I feel like it kind of felt weird, but that's <laughs> it's like my eyeball saw you. I can die happy now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've I've come in contact because uh, last year they had um, the voice of Zelda. I'm forgetting her name right now. Yeah. So she was there, which is which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they've they've been adding more and more more video game stuff over the last couple of years, which, which is cool to see. And that stuff. So uh, let's see. And Jakester said he has something coming for the channel as a surprise. And <laughs> but then he then he revealed <laughs> but it. Then he told us. So uh, I, he's going to do a Pikmin 4 demo, I guess, on his channel. So uh, <laughs> check that out as well. And yeah, uh, so I, I'm surprised Barry didn't mention anything about um, everyone want to switch. You know, this my copy. Part. You know what? My copy still hasn't come. I ordered it from Nintendo. 
proper like the Nintendo store when it went up and I got confirmation that it shipped, but it hasn't arrived yet. Oh, darn. You're really missing I out. have I, I have heard like some other people that have played it and they said like they've had a good time. So yeah. I'm sure it is. I, I think you know this definitely does seem more polished than than one two switch for sure. But I it's it's kind of seems like if if it's if you're not in a party sort of situation, similar to like the Jackbox kind of stuff, like it really only is going to do well in a in a setting like that. <clears throat> so, um, let's see. And it looks like uh, Jakester also said that Nintendo just announced a Pikmin Four theme for Tetris Ninety Nine. Always comes up to the, during the podcast usually. So yeah, if you're still playing Tetris Ninety Nine and want a theme, get a Pikmin Four, which. Of course, it's not surprising. They usually do that kind of stuff. So well, let's uh, let's move into the news for this week. And uh, we got a lot of showcases and stuff like that that we're going to be talking all about. Of course, we're going to start off with the Nintendo Direct. So Nintendo Direct happened on uh, June 21st. And so we got a big event that covered... Lots of games. I believe there were 30 plus announcements. So over 30 announcements that happened during this event. And uh, Barry, just general thoughts uh, overall. What did you think of this Nintendo Direct? I was really excited for this one because we didn't really know what they had coming. And I know that there are some things that leaked and stuff, but I hate leaks. I don't follow it. So I've seen like a lot of people's reaction be like, oh, yeah, well, well that leaked and that leaked. Like, now you just ruin the surprise. Like that's like knowing what you're going to get for your birthday before you get it. For you. It's, it's no longer a surprise. Like that's half the fun is being surprised. So you just ruined it for yourself. Congratulations. For <laughs> me, I didn't know anything. So I was pleasantly surprised throughout the thing. Um, it, again, because I had no no expectations. I went into this with zero. I didn't even expect them to have one since they gave us a Pikmin 4 trailer and everybody wanted to switch. And I'm like, why wouldn't those be in a direct? Um, so I really, and they said they were skipping E3 because they didn't have anything to show. So I was like, oh, okay, nothing. So I thought it was overall good. I, I, I'm really excited to talk about some of the stuff. Um, a lot of surprises that I didn't expect. And, uh, you know, it makes me excited for, for the fall. Like, that's definitely going to be a September, October. Uh, really, October, November is going to be really heavy for me. So it's going to be interesting trying to play these games with a kid. <laughs> so we'll see how it happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I was, I was didn't pay attention, any attention to leaks or anything at all. Went in completely, you know, just normal sort of thing. And uh, was actually able to watch it live. So it's like a lot of times I'm not able to lately because they make them at weird times or whatever. But I was actually able to to settle in and, and watch this one live, which was uh, really fun. And yeah, I, I was really pleased with this. I thought they, you know, there's there's some games that, you know, we're like, eh, kind of filler, kind of whatever stuff. But overall, I thought they did a really good job. They, the pacing was pretty good. And I mm. I thought, uh, yeah, especially in comparison to some of the other showcases we talked about in our last podcast. It was just yeah, well, yeah. completely different. You know, like Nintendo Direct starts and you're like, oh, their bar is so much higher than many of the others. Uh, dare I say most of all of the others, I don't know. Um, it is significantly higher, and uh, they usually do rise to the occasion. And so they, I thought, they're yeah, pacing like they have a pattern. They have big thing headlines, big thing headlines, big thing. Like it follows that pattern. This time they kind of threw a little monkey wrench in it because some of the big things had multiple games that we were just like, oh yeah, by the way, we're doing this, and by the way, like, whoa, well, hold on, what? 
But if you notice, this this happened 621. And I like to say, watching this, because I watched this with my wife, like my son heard all the announcements in the womb. It was like, that's it. I'm coming early. I want to play these games. So I'm sticking with that. He's such a Nintendo fan already that this is the reason that he was like, I'm out. Let's go. That's it. That's it. That was that was definitely <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, looks like the uh, chat room is saying, yeah, uh, new place says this direct was one of the best in forever. Uh, Jakester said it was really exciting stuff as well, especially for Pikmin 4. Very good show. Uh, and uh yeah, new place also says. By the way, I've been playing New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe and uh, getting ready for another game that was announced at this Nintendo Direct. So let's jump into some of those announcements. Uh, we are going to be heading through and doing this uh, chronologically you know, as they were announcing them during the direct. So we'll, as we usually do, we'll uh, tell you a couple announcements and discuss them, and then move on to the next set of games as well. Uh, so. Yeah, if you have ne- not uh, watched the Nintendo Direct, you can head over to NintendoFuse.com. We've got the, the video, but we also have all the different announcements over there uh, as well. And uh, if you're watching the video version, you'll see them scrolling on the screen as we do this. So the very beginning, we we opened up with some Pokemon uh, information. So we got Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. Part 1 is going to be dropping in February 2023. And Part 2, uh, Winter 2023. And then there's also a special... Not February, Pokemon- fall. Oh. February 2023 already start- left. Yeah, My bad. That did say fall. I'm looking at it. I saw <laughs> F and went February. Uh, fall. Good catch. Fall 2023 and uh, winter 2023. So for part one and part two. And then there's also there was a special Pokemon Scarlet and Violet event that started um, on June 21st as well. So Pokemon stuff just by itself. Uh, Barry, are you excited about the DLC and, and the event? You know, I love Scarlet Violet. I, I got did the whole Pokedex. I think the DLC looks great. Um, I don't know if I'll go back to the game at this point, like I feel if this was part of the main game, I absolutely would have jumped right to it. Um, it really depends on when they come out and what else is going on. Cause I don't often go back to games. Uh, you know, I know I did like Xenoblade Chronicles three, uh, but future redeemed was a brand new game. This is a continuation. And uh, like, I didn't do sword and shields, uh, DLC, those scenarios. So will I, there's a chance but it really depends on what's going on. Like it's the priority for me is lower because I'm already, I moved on. Like right. I mentally moved on from Pokemon, even though I, you know, I did enjoy the game. Yeah. 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 Uh, same. I really actually, I don't think I even got one of the games. Um, cause I was holding off cause I knew there was like some different, you know, opinions and stuff in the beginning. And I was just like, you know, I'm not hold off and, you know, wait on uh, Pokemon and I still don't have it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> the events or the, the DLC do mean nothing to me right now. Um, but it is cool to see they're continuing to support it and everything. And the DLC itself looks cool. Um, but uh, I just won't be playing it myself um, because, you know, don't have it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, people are talking about Pikmin in the uh, the chat room, which is awesome. And we'll get to that pretty soon. Uh, then the next thing we saw was uh, Sonic Superstars. Uh, so we're going to find out that, uh, and we found out that game is coming in fall of 2023. And another game, uh, I am mis- remembering how to pronounce this. Is it Palia? Palia? 
something like that. P-A-L-I-A. And it's coming out in holiday 2023 and looks like a uh, free-to-play adventure sim. So we got a MOBA on uh, on Nintendo Switch, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it's not a I mean, MOBA. I mean, not, Pokemon I mean, Unite's a MOBA. I guess yeah. so. I guess so. But it's a massive, or sorry, I, I meant MMO, massive uh, yeah, MMO and not a MOBA. I got my, my acronyms mixed up. So <laughs> I got February and fall are mixed up and MOBAs and MMOs are mixed uh-huh. up. But uh, yeah, it's crazy to, to think that we get this massive multiplayer uh, game that's going to be on uh, on Switch if people actually play it. Um, that's always the, the big question mark, you know, but the potential is there. Uh, and then we got Persona 5 Tactica. It is coming out on November 15th, 2023. Myth Force is coming out on uh, sometime in 2023, is all we really know. Uh, Splatoon 3, there's a Ice Cream Splatfest. Um, so that, w- that is going to be running from July 14th through 16th. I believe you're going to be uh, able to guess which uh, or pick which flavor your favorite is between vanilla, strawberry, or mint chip. Because I guess they just thought that, you know, chocolate was not a good option. You know, vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate, usually the three most obvious choices, but no, mint (laughs) chip instead. And then uh, (laughs) for this section, we also got uh, Detective Pikachu Returns. Uh, It was announced, and that's coming out on October 6th. So between Sonic Superstars, Palia, Persona 5 Tactica, Myth... uh, Oh, sorry, I I skipped over Myth Force. Oh, you Um, mentioned it. Did I mention it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That tells you how much I enjoy it. It's a roguelike. So, you know, I, I've already forgotten about it. Um, and then the Splatoon 3 uh, Splatfest and Detective Pikachu returns. What do you think about these, Barry? Sonic Superstars looks great. Uh, that was, we talked about it last time. Um, that was already shown off, but really looks good. Polya looks like a game that my wife would probably like, but knowing obviously events like she doesn't play a lot of games now due to lack of time due to work like now with a child she probably won't touch it and free to play always makes me wary about microtransactions yeah uh persona 5 tactica i'm not a big fan of strategy rpgs i did fire emblem engage earlier this year uh, just because i was like all right there's nothing else really I'll, i'll mess around with it um but i'll probably give this a try too because i've fallen in love with that cast you know, between Persona 5 Royal and Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, really like that world and those characters. Even Dragalia Lost had, you know, the, the crossover story, which was cool. So I'm excited to uh, to at least give it a shot and, uh, and see how it is. It's It almost kind of reminds me more of Mario and Rabbids, which I did enjoy. Um, so I'll see. Uh, Myth Force, I think I love the art style. It's 80s mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoon art style. I love it. Yeah. But it's first person, and that kills me. Like the roguelike doesn't even bother me. I'd rather, I, you know, I'd be okay with roguelike if it was third person, but the first person yeah. just now gone. Uh, Splatoon three, I still haven't touched. I agree with you. Where's chocolate? Now, even though I am, I am team vanilla <laughs> of the three vanilla, but I don't like chocolate ice cream. But I still like. It's weird that chocolate <laughs> is omitted there. Right. And Detective Pikachu returns finally. Finally, we, we've, we, you know, we uh, that was announced so long ago that it's finally being shown off, and I'm kind of shocked because it's been so long. We're not getting, or at least not yet, a Detective Pikachu Switch port. Uh, I would expect them to do that too, because A, the 3DS eShop is down, and B, the 3DS has been dead for three plus years. The movie is so far divorced from from the current 
meta, like in terms of like people's minds, you know, it's, it's an older movie at this point that I'm kind of shocked that they're not, and maybe they are, maybe they're going to pull something like what they pull in later on in this direct, um, which, which I was confused why they didn't way back when, and then they, they did it. So I'm um, fingers crossed that they do a detective Pikachu port. Cause I never got to finish the first one. I did play it. It was fun. And I am looking forward to the second one. Yeah, I know like everybody in the chat, the chat room was hilarious uh, for these these events. I was just like cracking up uh, at some people's I, I'm going to I'm going to call it ignorance. I, I'm hoping that they that, I mean, some people could just be trolling, but some people were, were I think just ignorant and what's what was being announced and things like that. But but uh, one of the funny things was everybody was like upset. They really wanted Ryan Reynolds to to come and, and be present in the game, which I thought would be awesome if he was. But uh but um, not not so much in this one. Um, yeah, I think uh, Sonic looks cool. Um, of course, like we we knew about it already. Um, Pally, I, I is I mean, I love the fact that it's free to play, so I'll I'll check it out. Um, and uh, I think probably the other the only one I'm excited about um, is, is Detective Pikachu um, as as well. Um, I actually don't even have Splatoon three, so can't play. Can't play that either. Uh, <laughs> yet, yet another one that I've I held off on thinking maybe, maybe eventually. And, you know, I've never got to that point where I just really want to play it. Um, and if I do, I've got Splatoon 2 to lean back on. Uh, Jakester says that mintship is life, though. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> It is good. It was my favorite growing up. It is not my favorite, but I do like it. But it, um, but it is not my favorite, but. I'm a big fan of cookie dough. So I'm a cookie dough and cookies and cream fan. Now. Yep. Yep. Cookie dough, cookies and cream are definitely top tier. Um, but, uh, but I, I won't turn down midship for sure. No, no. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got, uh, a, a surprise. I think for people that, you know, were not reading into some things and stuff like that, that super Mario RPG is making a return and in an updated art style, uh, reminiscent, of course, of the original game, but uh, but modern kind of art style, but still looks like, like cutesy kind of 3D-ish sort of stuff, dropping on November 17th of this year. And we also found out that we we're having a Princess Peach game, and she's getting her own game. So, you know, they, they didn't really show much. They didn't really uh, say much about it and didn't even give it a name. Um, so we don't know if, you know, if this is going to be a remake or a completely like reboot of the super princess peach sort of thing or completely different direction with this. Um, but, uh, it seems to be a side scroller, I think. Um, it seems like some foreground and background sort of things going on. Um, and maybe something to do with, the uh, kind of similar to super Mario brothers three, where there was like this, this, um, theater kind of theme to it. It seemed like it, um, but we really don't know a whole lot, but it's going to be coming out uh, for the switch in 2024. And then also we found out that, that they're bringing back Luigi's mansion, dark moon uh, as a remake or remastered. And that's also dropping in 2024. So Mario peach and Luigi all getting uh, new games or remade games and uh, from this direct. So Barry, what'd you think about these? I loved them. I mean, I, w I did not do the leak. So when they started with Super Mario RPG, I'm like, oh, they're bringing it to NSO. That was my first thought. Like, they're bringing it to NSO. And they did that on purpose to then sh go into the remake. I'm like, oh, no way. Finally. I love this game. And it's it's great to see Square finally, you know, 
acknowledging it because Square wasn't mentioned except in the copyright. So I don't know if Nintendo's doing this internally and Square's just letting them do it, if Square's doing it or what, what the story is. But uh, I hope we see more Mallow and Gino. I, I would just wish Nintendo would just be able to buy those characters. Like, come on. Like, mm -hmm. seriously. Like, I don't think Square, I don't know if no Square can actually use those characters without Nintendo's permission or vice versa. I don't know how it works. But it's still, like, I'm excited for this. If you've never played Mario RPG, it is awesome. It is the product of its time. And I hope they do update some of it. Um, I know one of the things was always the save boxes, you know, and, and being portable. Maybe they'll allow you to save anywhere and they'll remove save boxes. I don't know. But uh, it's awesome. Uh, Princess Peach getting a new game. I never played Super Princess Peach. I have it, but I, I'm down. Like, let's go. Like, a Mario platformer with Peach, stage show setting. Like, I'm excited to see what they do with it. And uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, again, another game that I really enjoyed in the 3DS. I never fully finished. I got close, but... Um, I would definitely go back and play it again on the Switch. Uh, very much looking forward to that. But again, has me asking, why not the first game too? Even if it's just the GameCube, if you didn't do the 3DS version, but the GameCube original, just you, you, you ported Super Mario Sunshine. So I know you could do GameCube emulation. Um, just, just do that. Make it a bonus. Make it a two-pack. Um, speaking of GameCube animation, uh, emulation, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But like that's what I want to see. So I'm hoping when they show the next Direct and Dark Moon is coming out, they do an announced Shadow Drop that the first game's coming to. Uh, they seem to be doing that this year. Metroid Prime Remastered, another GameCube game. So I guess we'll see. They're done with Wii U ports, maybe. Now they're going to GameCube ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, there wasn't too many Wii U ports to, to do. So Xenoblade um, X still, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Still... Still sitting right over there. I mean, we that, that's that that's next year. That's gonna happen. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> a, that's it's a no brainer. Yep, yep. Uh, looks like the chat room is agreeing with you. New plays is also saying the same thing. Where's the first game? But uh, where's where's Mario original RPG as well? Um, but uh, but excited about uh, about the the remakes and and everything as well. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, for for me, it, it also seemed like when I looked at the at the peach thing, this might be. I wonder if this might be the closer tie-in to the movie as well. It almost kind of seemed like there was going to be a little bit more of a backstory to Peach in this game. I kind of got that impression. I mean, we we saw a total of like <laughs> three seconds, but <laughs> I, I did gather that kind of was like, oh. This seems interesting. So I wonder if this might that game might be their closer tie in to the movie. Um, unfortunate that we have to wait until 2024 um, whole year, maybe plus uh, after the movie um, comes out. But uh, but yeah, that's it's exciting for for all this stuff. And and I never actually played um, Mario RPG. So excited to uh, for the remake. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Now I'm curious to see if they're going to have things like Culex, uh, who was a hidden secret boss in Mario RPG that you got to fight. And he was incredibly difficult, but he was based in a Final Fantasy style and mm -hmm. used the elements that had hit crystals, each representing the elements, you know, like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy big into crystals and, and, and the elements, of course. And when you beat him, fanfare, Final Fantasy fanfare actually played. So I'm wondering if like Culex will come over, if that's like locked to the... The, the SNES version still might might uh, let's see moving on we've got 
maybe a surprise. Uh, it was a surprise for me, at least, yeah. that Batman Arkham Trilogy is coming to the Switch. And as far as I can tell, this is not a uh, a cloud version. So I was really surprised. No. I was like, this is this is one they're going to drop. It's going to be a trilogy in the cloud. Great. Um, but no, they, they actually uh, it looks like it's going to be running pretty smooth on the switch, which, you know, kudos for them uh, for being able to get the Batman Arkham trilogy, plus all the DLC coming out this fall on on switch. Also, a game called Gloomhaven, uh, which is an adaptation of the hit board game and uh, turn-based card battles with RPG elements. That's coming out in September 18th of this year. Also, Just Dance 2024. We've talked about this already. That's coming out on October 24th of this year. And also a game called Silent Hope uh, that is dropping in October of this year, October 3rd. And it's an action RPG that uh, you're going to be exploring an abyss with ever-changing dungeons and uh, seven silent heroes, each with their own abilities and fighting styles. So what would you think about these uh, set of four, but really seven games, Barry? <laughs> um, so I was surprised by the Batman Arkham Trilogy. I'm glad it's there. I never played them. Uh, you know, Rocksteady didn't do Origins, so that's why Origins is not there. I wasn't as surprised that it wasn't a cloud version considering Arkham Asylum was on the Wii U. Um, it, what That's sucks true. is there was a, about that. Yeah, there's a physical version, but what sucks is only Arkham Asylum is on the card. The other two are downloads. Just pay for the bigger card, man. That's <laughs> so annoying. Uh, Gloomhaven looks good. I never played the the board game, but I love card based RPGs and and stuff. So this looks like a lot of fun. So I'm probably gonna give this a shot. I say that provided I have time. The the plan <laughs> is to. Um, Just Dance, I will not be playing. It's a, Again, it's another uh, like code and box kind of deal, which annoys me. Mm. It's a service. But my wife really loves it, so she'll probably be playing it eventually. Um, and Silent Hope, never heard of it before, but I am in love with it. It looks awesome. I love African RPGs. Um, you know, it's Xseed. They just did Trinity Trigger, which I really mm. enjoyed earlier this year. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. it. It looks like exactly my style of, you know, SNES like, you know, 60, like, like not too heavy into 3D, but more just more focused on the gameplay and not the graphics. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. 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 I, I, I thought of uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is a Barry game for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. As well uh, as well as Gloomhaven. I'm like, I knew you're like, you're, you're really into the, the card based uh, games as well. So um, looking at the chat, it looks like uh, Shakespeare would have been more excited about Batman. If he uh, didn't have them all on DLC or uh, and all them all and the DLC on Steam already, um, so this yeah this is really for people like me who have not yet to uh, to play the other games. Um, and then new new plays also said only played uh, Arkham Knight, so excited about to play the others and no interest in the other games mentioned. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, I think yeah, these um, it's it's cool to see the Batman games uh, coming out. I don't know if I'll get them or not, but it's it's cool to see. And uh, yeah, Gloomhaven and Silent Hope are not my style. Like actually, Silent Hope could be like I, I, of these four. Actually, that's probably the one that I'm most interested in. I want to learn more about it and 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 things like that. So I'm not going to say yes, it's a definite buy, but uh, but it definitely is is enough to intrigue me right now um just dance 2024 I, I may get a review copy and may 
play around with it. But I had 2023 and I booted it up and played around with it. And then it has set on my switch since then, not done anything. Um, Jakester says I would love the Batman games. I'm pretty sure I would. Um, it's just at this point, it's like, like Barry, I mean, I don't have a kid, but at the same time, I'm just like, okay, there's only so many hours. <laughs> like and that's, that's, that's a lot of games to like three Batman games to catch up on too. So marathon it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of marathon, we're going to go through five quick games right now. We found out that, uh, we're going to get Fay farm, which we've already talked about on previous podcasts on September 8th of 2023 hot wheels unleashed Two turbocharged comes out on October 19th of this year. So it's a sequel to the uh, previous hot wheels unleashed game. Um, manic mechanics is a co-op game where you and, and three friends are castors traveling mechanics kind of looks like, uh, those games that um, you know, they're like, they're, you're in the kitchen and making order up overcooked all those different games, but you're a mechanic. Uh, that's coming out really soon, July 13th. We got a little bit of information on the Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope DLC uh, Pack 2. The last Spark uh, Hunter came out that day on June 21st. And then also Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince was announced for December 1st of this year. So, Barry, what stood out about these? I'll tell you, Fae Farm is looking better and better. Like mm-hmm. the more that game is shown off, like at first people were like made it made a, uh, like a joke out of it because it was announced with other farming games, but now it's like being seen more often. And I know it's a Switch console exclusive; it's also on Steam, but uh, it's it's looking better and better. And it, it's like, all right, you know, I might give this a shot down the road. Hot Wheels also looks really fun. Like, like I didn't <laughs> play the first one; I heard good things, but like yeah. it looks like a lot of fun. Like. So I don't know if I'll play it, but who knows if, if you know, I may not play it at launch, but if, you know, my kid gets into Hot Wheels and stuff and then he, you know, play these and like I'll play it with him. So we'll see. Um, Matic Mechanic, I have no interest in. I never got into the Overcooked thing and this, this looks like that, which is great. If you're into that, absolutely. I'm happy totally. you have a new game, but it's not for me. Um, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope, The Last Spark Hunter. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I have the DLC. Like that, I have the the season pass because I got the gold edition game. I just haven't booted it up because of everything going on. And it's one of those where when I get a lull in games to play or a lull in time, I'd be like, all right, you know, no big games. I can play something. If I don't finish it, it's not the end of the world. That's probably when I'll say, you know what? Let me go back to this DLC and do it. And Dragon Quest Monsters, I am super excited about. I love that series. I'm so glad to see that come back. I didn't think we were going to get getting another because Dragon Quest Treasures last year was kind of like a spiritual successor to Dragon Quest Monsters with the Eleven Universe, um, and it was awesome. So count me in. I, I I love the Dragon Quest series. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty much with the uh, except for the Dragon Quest stuff. Um, like I've I've never gotten into it. It I I know Dragon Quest is awesome. It's just one of those series that I never really got into. Um, but it looks awesome though. Well, like this the is entire... like Pokemon. Dragon right. Quest Monsters is like Pokemon. Right. Which is a lot of people. It was so funny. Like in the, in the chat, that was one of the ones that were like, what this is like, did Dragon Cross rip off Pokemon? I'm like, uh, people. <laughs> well, they kind of did because I mean, Dragon, yes, the original Dragon Quest but... Monsters came out after Pokemon, but they, right. it came out after red and blue, but not before gold. So they breeding and stuff was in monsters before Pokemon. Right. Right. But it, like it's it just seemed like so many of them were like 
they thought this was like a, a modern, like this is the first time they'd done something like this. And then they just yeah, took, no. took it. It's the fifth game, I believe. It's so funny. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I, I haven't even gotten, you know, the, the Pokemon game. So <laughs> probably not going to get <laughs> Dragon Quest monsters, but it looks, it looks great uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, the rest of them sound awesome. Um, I'm thinking, you know, like you said, continually uh, impressed more and more about Fae Farm. Um, wasn't really interested in it at all, but they keep showing more. And I'm like, hmm, that looks cool. Um, Hot Wheels, of course, is going to be great. Um, as, as long as they just match what they did in the last game and just improve upon it, it's going to be fantastic. Um, same with you on Manic Mechanics. And also, I, too, own the gold edition of Mario and Rabbids. Love the game keep forgetting about the DLC. So I'm glad it's, it's there waiting for me when I get back to it. But uh, yeah, um, new plays in the chat says make play like hot wheels with the nephew, but that's about it. Agree with Barry that it does look fun and Jakester's hype for dragon quest monsters as well. And also couldn't <laughs> could only think of me when hot wheels was announced. Thanks Jakester. Uh. Appreciate that. <laughs> Anytime I'm on your mind. It's so sweet. Uh, <laughs> and then we got some Pikmin news. So Pikmin 4, uh, we got to see a lot more of that game. It's good dropping on July 21st. So not too long from now, you're going to be able to actually play the full game of Pikmin 4. Um, but we also found out that there was a demo that drops. Uh, that was supposed to drop on June 28th. It did. And so you can actually uh, play the Pikmin 4 demo right now. And many people have been playing it. And uh, again, Jake going to be doing that on his, on his Twitch channel. Uh, I've not yet uh, downloaded it. I keep forgetting about it as well. Um, so Mario and Rabbids DLC and Pikmin 4 demo, I keep forgetting about. Um, but again, I, I'm looking forward to both of them. And then uh, we, on top of Pikmin 4 news, we got information that Pikmin 1 and 2 HD remakes uh, were dropping that day, June 21st on digital, but physical also coming out on September 22nd. So physical collectors everywhere, really excited because it's a real, as far as we know, it's a real physical edition of the game. Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait a couple more months, but uh, nice to see that it is coming out uh, physical and digital. And so very soon you're going to be able to play all four Pikmin games on the Nintendo Switch. Very excited about that. There's five Pikmin games. I'm sorry. Hey, you, uh, hey, Pikmin exists. I will stand by it. It's not a good game, but it still exists. Damn it. Do not sweep it under the rug. <laughs> uh, Pikmin's one of those series where I have a, like, I like it, but I've never really gotten into it, into it. But you know, I talked about way back when Pikmin 3 Deluxe was announced. I said this should have been the trilogy. Why didn't they do the trilogy? It should, you know, this is why they want more money. And I'm glad, I'm glad they're doing it. I want to see Nintendo do this more. I said this with Tropical Freeze, that it should have had DKC Returns, Dark Moon just earlier in this podcast. Just just allow the whole series. Look at what Mega Man's doing. Like the whole series can almost be played on one system. That is fantastic. And and especially as newer generations are born, they don't have access to older systems, they don't have access to older games. Keep these games relevant, especially when digital storefronts are closing. 
and all the, you know, just just keep them up, keep them up. So I did pre-order both of these physical, uh, supporting physical media. I'm happy they're doing physical, and I'm happy for all the Pikmin lovers out there. This is your direct you win. Nice. Nice. Jake just said it is a good demo and uh, very replayable and carries over and uh, which is always awesome when, when that happens. Um, I, I am really excited not only for, for all these games because you can play them on the switch, which is great, but, but also I think Nintendo confirmed or reconfirmed recently that all of like your account, but also supposedly all of the games that you have on Switch are going to be uh, moving moving over to the next system as well. So that means that moving forward, all all the Pikmin games are going to be able to be played on the future Nintendo system as well, which is okay. which is really cool. If the new system, whenever it comes out, isn't backwards compatible, that would be the dumbest thing ever. Like yeah. with the Switch's success, you totally. instantly start with an awesome library. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to another surprise, which is what we got Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, which is going to include Metal, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Metal... Why is this so difficult for me to say? I didn't realize it was going to be a tongue twister. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, along with the games that started the series of Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake, and the NES versions of Metal Gear and Snake's Revenge, and lots of bonus content as well. And uh, that's going to be launching on October 24th of this year. We're also going to get the first three um, Metal Gear Solid games uh, also available on the eShop. And then Vampire Survivors is uh, another game that's going to be coming out on uh, August and August 17th. Um, You have to survive this 30 minute onslaught of monsters um, that just continue to grow uh, stronger and stronger. So I feel like it's it kind of seems interesting. It's going to be a co-op game. So I think I if I remember correctly, I think it's one of those uh, twin stick kind of top down uh, games. So it's kind of interesting to kind of just survive for 30 minutes. Uh, And then also a game called Headbangers. (laughs) <laughs> which uh, Headbangers Rhythm Royale. So this is a rhythm-based battle royale game. And so uh, very similar to all the other battle games out there. But you're a, uh, is, it, is it a pigeon? Is that, is it, so. they're all pigeons. Um, <laughs> so you're uh, pigeons and you're going to be shaking and doing all these different things to rhythm. And, but it's battle royale, which seems so interesting. You know, I hope people's uh, internet, uh, signal and everything is solid enough because a rhythm battle royale game just sounds awful for anybody that has any lag. That's that's all I'm going to say. So uh, of of these games between Metal Gear Solid stuff, uh, Vampire Survivors and Headbangers Royal uh, Rhythm Royale. What do you think, Barry? Uh, I'm really happy about the Metal Gear Solid collection. Uh, kind of upset about the physical. I don't think it's going to be pretty much a real physical Uh like maybe one game will be there. I like I've heard like it's conflicting either. None of the games are fully on it or everything's on it, but the uh, graphic novels uh, or the digital comics are, are going to be on it. So I don't know, but I'm excited that they're bringing these games over and you can tell this is a product of Konami because they're actually acknowledging uh, snakes revenge, which Kojima would never acknowledge. Um, but I'm glad it's there. I'm glad that they're doing it. That's how it should be. Like just onto the whole series. 
Uh, and the fact that it's volume one means volume two will most likely be coming, which means certain games like Metal Gear Solid 4 will finally escape the PS3. Um, Vampire Survivors is a game I'm not terribly interested in, but I've heard a lot about. And a lot of people, it's been on Xbox, a lot of people really like it. It's been like a cult following and, and fan favorite. So I'm really happy to see it go on Switch. I think it's it's a great fit for the system. And I have zero interest in headbangers rhythm royale if this is your game of the show there's nothing wrong with that and i wish you infinite hours of entertainment and enjoyment out of the game it did nothing for me that's fine yeah i agree um yeah i'm with you i'm with you on all that stuff uh for sure um and uh looks like uh jakester says never played the mgs series so not sure too too sure how he feels about it not really big on the stealth games yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm there with you. Like, it, it's fun. Like, I don't I don't mind playing them, but they're not games that I, I have to play and I have to go back to all the time or anything like that. Like, I played a couple of them and I enjoyed them, but I don't have to own them. I don't have to play them all the time. Um, but it is cool that, that to, to see this is coming and I'm excited to see, yeah, what what's coming in the future with Volume 2 or wherever I, they, they go. I really want to see Volume 2 like contain twin snakes but only on the, the switch version like make mm-hmm. it a nintendo exclusive because <laughs> i don't know who who owns the rights to that silicon nines did it but i think nintendo published it so like i don't think konami can do anything without nintendo's permission so i wonder like that would be here let's get an exclusive let's get twin snakes off the another gamecube game <laughs> let's yeah. make it happen <laughs> yeah uh, Jesse Glenn said, uh, should have been rhythm heaven <laughs> instead of yes. uh, the other one. I, yes. That would made sense. Agreed. Uh, unless, unless Nintendo is one of those, they're like, you know what? We thought about it and we're not really sure about, uh, rhythm battle Royale. So we're going to let a third party do it instead. <laughs> oh man. Try it out. Back. <laughs> yeah. I, agree. I, I still like, <laughs> I never played a whole lot of rhythm heaven, but there was a demo that's uh that had the 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 birds where they open their mouths and then they're singing in their little choir i think it was on ds or something like that and i think it was like the maybe the first one and uh and i remember both my wife and i played it and we still like it's like an inside joke we still reference nowadays going up 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 like, i don't know why but <laughs> that's yeah, awesome the heaven has made its way into our, our marriage <laughs> uh let's see uh next on the list we got penny's big breakaway this is a 3d platforming adventure uh from the team behind sonic mania which is really funny also in the chat live chat um during the thing because they obviously were not paying attention because they're like this looks like sonic like yeah they just told you um it's from the team but anyway uh <laughs> that's coming out on early 2024 and then we got new information about the mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass wave 5 which uh is going to include this sneak squeaky clean sprint <laughs> yet another <laughs> tongue twister here squeaky clean sprint uh which is a new course also we're going to be getting pd piranha wiggler and they pronounced this character completely different than I've ever heard it pronounced before. They said comic. I always thought it was Kamek. I always said Kamek. Yeah, I don't know, but it's coming out this summer. <clears throat> um, but uh, I don't know if that makes it, you know, 
canon, the Nintendo's uh, little announcer narrator guy called him comic, or uh, if he just kind of messed up and they didn't catch it. But anyway, that's kind of out this this summer uh, for Wave 5 of the Booster Course Pass. And also we're going to get in a game uh, called Star Ocean The Second Story R, which is the first time that Nintendo players can actually play through this game. Uh, it's an explosive, fast-paced action battle game in the second installment of the Star Ocean series. So the first time that this one is coming uh, to the Nintendo. So, uh, yeah, what do you think about uh, these three? Penny's Big Hardaway, the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe stuff, and Star Ocean. Penny's Big what? Penny's Big... Did I, what did I say? You said hard away. You know what's funny? <laughs> so as I was looking at it in my list, do you know who Penny Hardaway is? Yeah. The basketball player. So like, <laughs> like this is going to date us both. But as I was looking at it, that's what it was going through my head the whole time. And I'm Steve, Steve, don't say it. Steve, don't say it. Steve, don't say it. <laughs> but I let my guard down and it came out. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, this group, amazing. Penny's Big Breakaway looks fantastic. Absolutely looks charm, charming and just wonderful. And I'm, I, have, I have high hopes. I'm cautious because it gives me kind of like Bow and Wonderworld when I first saw it from mm. Yuji Naka, also Sega and Sonic. And it was like, oh, this looks great. I'm so excited for Bow and Wonderworld. And that game was hot garbage. So I'm praying that because this is Sonic Mania, which is a good Sonic game, that Penny's Big Breakaway is good. And I'm cautiously optimistic, and I, I really am looking forward to it. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, you know, always enjoyable to go back to the Booster Pass and see what they bring. I'm loving that they're bringing so many characters back. And I'm glad that Kamek is coming back because for those that – this is again dating us. Those that don't know, Kamek was supposed to be in Mario Kart 64. Mm-hmm. And in the early screenshots of it, Kamek was there and he was removed. And he never came back until Mario Kart Tour. And it was a big deal uh, that he came into Tour. And and I remember I, I, I got him and I specifically pulled for him because I'm like, this is like, I remember seeing this in the magazines and Nintendo Power and I never got to play as him. So I really wanted it to, you know, from my childhood. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that he's bringing, you know, going into a mainline game. And it gives me hope that another character that premiered in tour uh, might go into eight, which is Dixie Kong. Dixie Kong has not been in a Mario Kart 8 other than tour. And I really hope that they bring her over too. Uh, so I guess we'll see. And as for Star Ocean, I love the series. Uh, second story are... I never got to play. I always I shouldn't say I did play a little bit of it on PlayStation, but I was, I I just didn't get too into it, and I've heard nothing but good things. And then I actually just recently watched the anime. There's an anime called Star Ocean X, which is the story of Star Ocean second uh, second story, except it doesn't com- conclude. It ends like on a cliffhanger, and then they never actually conclude it. So I'm like, oh son of a. So I'm really looking forward to going into this game now with the knowledge from the anime, seeing how the game is different, seeing the new graphics that they did. And, and uh, yeah, I really, really do enjoy the star ocean games. Uh, if you like sci-fi, if you like turn-based and it's, it's, it's a, it's a mixture of sci-fi and fantasy. It takes sci-fi characters and puts them in a fantasy setting, uh, which is really, really cool. And seeing like mm-hmm. planets that have like, Oh yeah, we, we have swords and shields and Oh, you fired a phase on gun. That's like a sword of light. And it's like they can't comprehend what a gun is because it hasn't been invented. And it's it's really cool and definitely worth checking out. And and second story is often hailed as one of the best ones. That's cool. That's cool. 
1998 seems so long ago. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> uh, going in the chat, Jakester says really interested in star, star ocean. Hasn't, haven't played the, the story or the series. And then, um, new plays is want to know how much more can they milk Mario Kart eight deluxe. Uh, I say, keep milking it. Uh, it's a, it's a great well, game. There's so much we more knew they can add to it. Packs. Yeah. Like totally. we knew about this. This wasn't yeah. a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just interested in where they're going from here. I mean, at this point, you just turn it into a game that's just called Mario Kart, just Mario Kart Deluxe or Mario Kart and just Mario Kart adding installments to it needs needs to be all new courses and every course from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, including the the, just add on to it like Smash Brothers, make it like a service in the sense of just keep adding on to what exists. Yep, I agree. I agree. Let's move on to the next next set of games or announcements. At least we got WarioWare Move It. It's coming out on November 3rd. And then uh, we just got a confirmation again of uh, Nintendo Live 2023 Seattle uh, is going to be uh, September 1st through the 4th of uh, this year. So, yeah, let us know if you're planning on going up to Nintendo Live, if you got uh, tickets to, to be able to go there. And also we found out that, uh, as, as expected, that the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom are going to get uh, two more Amiibo that are coming out this holiday uh, season of Zelda and Ganondorf are both coming out in Amiibo form. So uh, what do you think about these three, Barry? Uh, didn't expect another WarioWare game. Uh, it's it's rare that a system gets two. Uh, game Boy Advance got it and uh, DS got it. Uh, DS kind of got three if you count snapped. Um, but, you know... It's great to see, and this is apparently a sequel to the Wii version, um, so that's really cool. Uh, I never got to really play the Wii version, so I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, definitely, again, a game that I can see even playing at launch, but then going back with my kid and being like, oh, look, funny motions and stuff, and you're probably getting a kick out of it. Uh, Nintendo Live, we've talked about before. Um, more confirmation that we're probably not going to see new announcements, especially now that there was a Nintendo Direct. Um, but I'm not going to go to Seattle. So if you go, I hope you enjoy. I want to see pictures and hear stories, but I won't be there. And we we speculated due to the ROM hacker of the two new Amiibo. I think they look great. Uh, I'm waiting to pre-order them, and of course, I'll be getting them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, funny enough, uh, War- the WarriorWare game on Wii is probably the one I played the most. <laughs> I think at the at that time and within the Wii, I was just like, I can't get enough games. Um, and I was fully into my adult life at that point and had a job and could actually afford games. And so uh, so I got a lot of them. Um, and I remember playing that one probably the most. I, I actually so was not a fan you. of WarriorWare until that one. So, um, uh, yeah, I've kind of moved on <laughs> since then. <laughs> Oh, I mean, on. they're fun. They're fun for sure. And, and I'm sure it's going to be great and, and just crazy, but, but yeah, I, I don't know if I'll actually get it or not. Um, it's also one of those games that I think is really fun when you do have a group, uh, to play, even if you're playing the single player, it's fun to just kind of have that experience, but then they're also going to have a four player mode and this is, is really cool. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's fun. Wasn't expecting it, but it's, it makes sense. Um, I'm with you on Nintendo Live. Sounds, sounds pretty cool. And uh, I don't know if I'll get the Zen and Zelda and Ganondorf Amiibo. I've backed off on getting as much uh, lately, but you know it depends on you know how much I, how much more items I need 
in Tears of the Kingdom that I can scan more amiibos, I guess. So uh, we'll see. <laughs> Those exclusive fabrics, man. Gotta get them. Yeah. Um, and then Jigster says, not a big fan. Uh, doesn't really care much about the WarioWare games as well. Of course, Amiibo look cool. Uh, and then we found out that the Mario Super Mario RPG was not enough. Nintendo is officially launching Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which is coming out this October, October 20th. And a new side-scrolling adventure for Mario. And not just Mario. You got Toad and Luigi and Princess Peach. But also Daisy is going to be playable. And Yoshi is going to be playable, but you can also ride on him. I'm not sure how that's going to work. But uh, (laughs) we've got that. And uh, it kind of seems to be similar to... The uh, the new Super Mario Brothers style, but definitely enhanced and up- updated. And this is the most that we have ever seen Mario, like ex- his expressions, especially within a 2D game. A lot of times, uh, you know, the physics do not make sense at all because his hat's apparently flying off his head, but still following him sometimes when he's sliding down things and he can swim up waterfalls. You know, that's crazy. Um, but uh, new, lots of new power ups, I'm sure. But the one they highlighted was Elephant Mario. So you can actually turn into an elephant, uh, which sound, which seems like it's probably going to be uh, a very powerful uh, power up in terms of like being able to just kick the Goombas instead of stomping on them, just kicking them out of the way. And who knows what we're going to be able to do with that uh, trunk as well. So Barry, what what are your thoughts around Super Mario Brothers Wonder? Looks great. I don't even think it looks like the new Super style. I think it looks brand new, unique yeah. style. And and again, so this apparently leaked. I didn't see it. So to me, it was a brand new surprise. Um, I love the whole wonder mechanic in every level having a different quirk. Uh, I think it looks like a, an amazing amount of fun. I love the expressions. I love the charm. Uh, love the fact that, you know, Daisy and, and, and I never really used the multiplayer function except in New Super U. I used it just to get a few of like the the star coins, like and like the later levels. I kind of cheated by having a second player, so I jump and try and die, and then the, the second player repop my bubble and keep going. <laughs> um, but you know, now you know, with a child and wondering, you know, like in a year or two or three or whatever, you know, it might be something fun to play together and see how he's doing. And and uh, so I'll probably be playing it myself this holiday, and then replaying it uh, with him down the road. But uh, I think it looks great. Now, with the elephant power-up, I want to see Mauser come back from Mario 2. And I want it to be that if Mauser (laughs) is there and you're Elephant Mario, you instantly run the other way. You are scared. You cannot go past Mauser as Elephant Mario, and you have to figure out a way around it. Make it happen, Nintendo. I'm giving you this idea for free. Yes, yes. Wart and Mauser do eventually need to to make a return for sure. Um, you know, even though they don't like acknowledge it sometimes. I mean, we've been able to pull out, you know, vegetables sometimes recently. Yeah. So like, you know, they, they are starting to acknowledge the game exists again. So. Uh, which is funny that, funny that, um, yeah, I, I played probably the, the new Super Mario Brothers games like since they've allowed four players, mostly multiplayer. Um, I played them single player, but I mostly played them multiplayer. So, um, which is 
just chaotic. Um, it's, it's, it's chaos. It's fun, but it's, it's very much chaos. So, uh, yeah, I'm really interested in this game. I know a lot of people are like thinking that this is like the, a kid's game, but I'm just like, I, I don't think so. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's cutesy, but that's just Mario. Like it sounds, it, I feel like it's going to definitely add some, some significant challenge, especially with those different, uh, like you said, the like the the ways the 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 levels can change and evolve and and everything with the the wonderful hour and everything, um, I think it's going to be a really fun experience and and I look forward to playing it single player but also multiplayer and having all those di- different experiences. I, I'm I am a little surprised that they took this long to announce it. I mean, it's coming out in October, so that's not too long from now, um, but. Yeah, th- this could have been a really cool thing to announce like soon after the movie came out. They're like, hey, and we got a new game coming out this fall or something. But, uh, you know, whatever. Maybe they were still polishing it and they weren't really sure on that actual date or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, pretty cool. That, they could have uh, just we said have, coming soon. They could have. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, and I'm with you, too. Like, it's I, I'm glad, you know, Jakester said it. he thinks it's fine, kind of funny that they didn't refer to it as new Super Mario Brothers. I'm very glad they didn't i'm like drop that new name nomenclature like it's time to move on stop calling stuff new because it's not new anymore when it's not new anymore <laughs> like and so just call it what it is super mario brothers wonder cool um and uh and i'm, I'm excited to jump in and uh and, and see what it's all about uh one of the things that that i did want to like briefly hit is if you haven't checked out NintendoFuse.com, we've got this entire article there telling all the information about it. But I also put together the release schedule because I think it's important to look at over this because of what we've talked about in previous podcasts that we weren't sure if there was anything <laughs> the rest of 2023. And Nintendo's go goes, oh, I see you and I'm going to raise you. Here's the rest of 2023. So we've got all the different Pikmin stuff coming out in in June with the or the uh, the Pikmin one, Pikmin two remakes, but then also we had the the demo and the Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope stuff in June. July's got Manic Mechanics and Pikmin four. August has Vampire Survivors, which is probably the only month that kind of seems a little low right now. Um, but there's other games that we already know about that are coming out. It's coming out in August. September is Fay Farm, Gloomhaven, and Pikmin One to the remake um, on the physical form. And then October and November are big months. We got Silent Hope, Detective Pikachu Returns, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Just Dance 2024, Metal Gear Solid Collection, Headbangers Rhythm Royale, all in October. And then Star Ocean, WarioWare, Super Mario RPG, and Persona 5 Tactica uh, in November. And then we got Dragon Quest Monsters in December. And then we got a bunch of other release windows that are going to come out sometime in the summer or sometime this fall or sometime this holiday that we don't actually have exact dates yet. So, Barry, the rest of the year has filled out. So are you excited? Yes, I am. I'm excited. Definitely October, November are going to be the toughest times uh, just because there's more games. And, you know, I'm going to have to see uh how i'm gonna tackle that as as you know like it gets older and stuff and and uh it's gonna be a challenge but it's a challenge i'm gonna rise to and thankfully i have a very very understanding and appreciative wife who gives me that time and she's she's still gonna be on maternity leave um so thank god for that because that means that i will not be home alone with with him so i'll be getting some reprieve 
but uh yeah it's uh it's definitely a good year but this is this is my feelings i know we've we've talked about when the successor is coming but now i am a hundred percent certain that it's coming next year because even this end of year as good as it is it feels like this is the last holiday for the switch uh where this at least for the switch only i'm not saying the switch won't continue because it probably will like they did the 3ds post uh switch but if you look at it there's a lot of ports like pikmin 1 and 2 a lot of remakes like mario rpg star ocean uh stuff like that Brand new 2D Mario, which is great, but obviously it's been in development. Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, again, another port coming. Princess Peach is a new game, but it's not like super high profile. Like it's not gonna, not a full system seller. Uh, Pikmin 4, you know, has been in development for a while. We knew that. It, you know, Mario Kart 8 DLC, again, trickling through. Uh, it just feels to me like we have big, big stuff coming for the launch. And this is going to tide you over. It, it, you know, if it wasn't for Tears of the Kingdom, I'm sure the the Twilight Princess Wind Waker would probably be here. But my my guess is 2024, new system, and to appease Switch people, we're going to get Metroid Prime 2 and 3, and 4 is going to move to the new system. We're going to get Twilight Princess and Wind Waker to appease Zelda fans, because the next Zelda for sure is going on the new system. Like, come on, Tears of the Kingdom just came out. We're, we're years away from it. Uh, Xenoblade, next Xenoblade is going to be the new system, but we're going to get Xenoblade X, another port to appease uh, the transition. And the next 3D Mario game, where's Odyssey 2? Um, that's probably going to be a launch title for the new system. Uh, so that's my prediction. I could be wrong, but it really feels to me, like looking at this as good as it is, it does feel like this is stuff we're putting out there to fill the schedule with good stuff, stuff that we've been working on for a while, but it's not like, Tears of the Kingdom. They blew blew it over. Like that's it. Like that was your big, 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 big game, uh, and now everything else is good and and could be really exciting, but it's also you know there to pad that time period to the next system. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And and if that's the case, I am pleased with how they're handling the the end of this of this run. I mean, like you said, like potentially, you know, they still might produce games that are for the current switch. But it, as it as it stands now, as it being their only system, you know, this is this is a solid end yep. to the, this run and uh and i'm pleased it's not like they just like phoning it in at the end these are some solid games um and and rounds out that catalog yes. i think you know things that were missing like warrior things like that they're like oh cool now we have a warrior game that's that's coming well, it's, out it's the second warrior game there was uh, already a warrior game on this on the switch yeah, no one played it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like, things like that, just to just to round that stuff out, just to have some some solid games that that potentially will do a really good job of of moving forward. Like we said, like I think they are, they have confirmed or reconfirmed that they're most likely going to be doing backward compatibility, and so having a ton of really good games that can move over into that that new system as well uh should right. be really good what i think they're gonna do and i'd love to see it. i wanted them to do it with new super mario u but i, I hope they do a new super mario all-stars which i wanted them to do mm. but do at least with one two and we and specifically two because two had a bunch of really cool dlc levels 
that you now, if you didn't purchase it on the 3DS, you can't buy those. Those those are official Mario levels that are gone. So it'd be really cool to see them bring that to Switch with those levels as well. And this way, new people can play them and and they're preserved. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay. Padding game too. (laughs) Yeah. And Jakester's concerned, yeah, if we're going to see games go more the $70 route, like uh, Tears of the Kingdom, potentially. You know, I, th- I don't think we're going to see, you know, uh, you know, a 2D Mario game go that route. Um, but, you know, if if Mario Odyssey 2 or whatever that is, if it's bigger and better and everything, I, maybe, maybe. See, it's uh, so funny. I see people complain about the $70 thing. And it's like, first off, you know, if you grew up with SNES games and N64 games, you, you already paid more than that. Genesis 2. So that's nothing. Second, you know, yes. Tears of the Kingdom was $10 more. I got well over 200 hours out of that game. game. So for an extra 10 bucks, it was well worth. I easily got my money's worth. So I don't care. If a game is going to give me 200 plus hours of entertainment, 10 extra dollars is nothing. Nothing. You probably pay more than that for a cup of coffee in some places and a (laughs) donut. Right? (laughs) You know. That ten dollars doesn't even get you a, a McDonald's value meal at this point because everything's <laughs> going crazy. So, like that's eat if it's concerning you. Take your lunch money for one lunch and have like a, a two pieces of toast, <laughs> and, and that now you've got your extra ten dollars for for a new game. Like it's only going to be select games, and they're going to be the big big titles. Yeah, the big ones for sure. Yep. Well, we have two other uh, showcases that we want to talk about. We won't spend as much time talking about them as we did the Nintendo Direct, but we did want to make sure we run through the announcements and at least give some highlights and just general thoughts about the games that were uh, announced at these two different ones. So, Barry, you want to talk about the first one? Uh, yeah, so uh, we had Anna Perina uh, Interactive Showcase happened on was it the June 29th. Uh, this is the I think the second time they've done this, and their showcases are really interesting because they they as a publisher they have development teams all over the world, and what they do that is unique is they really highlight um, all the different development teams uh, with some behind the scenes stuff with the development teams, or at the very least show you the country where the development where the game is being developed, and it, it's really interesting seeing them bounce all around the world. Um, so we got a, a bunch of games announced. Um, so we've got, uh, they open with Lorelei and the Laser Eyes, which is coming to Switch and Steam, uh, which is like a psychological uh, game, which really excited me. I, I thought this was probably my favorite game <laughs> released. It uh, looked great. Uh, Cocoon, uh, which is coming, this is uh, like a, it's a weird like orb world game that's coming uh, September 29th. That's coming to Switch and all last gen systems. Uh, a game called Lush Foil Photography Sim, which is coming to PC and consoles. This looks like a very relaxing, like Pokemon Snap, but in real life. Uh, oh, an interesting a game from the developer of Katamari called To a T, where you're a boy and you're stuck in a T shaped, which has got to be meta for the T pose, because the T. If, if you don't know what the T pose is, uh, in game development, characters that are not in focus that are loaded in load in in a T pose. And then when they come in focus, they go to a normal, more normal pose. Uh, so this character is stuck in a T pose, and uh, this coming to uh, I, this looks like it's only coming to Xbox, but and Steam. But I, I have a feeling with the Katamari games, it will come to Switch. 
a game called Flock, where you're, it looks like uh, you're flying on a bird, back at the back of a bird, and you get different like sky fish to join your flock, and you fly around, and it has like online uh, stuff. This is Xbox and PlayStation and Steam, so again, hopefully comes to Switch. A game called Ghost Bike, where you're riding around with a, like a skull. I don't know if you are the bike or you're the rider. Um, that's coming to Xbox and PlayStation. Again, another one that hopefully will come to Switch. Uh, a game called Bounty Star. This is early in development, and it's showing Xbox and PlayStation. But again, we've seen so many switch over to Switch. Or, because it's early in development, it might go to the Switch successor. Uh, it's like an apocalyptic desert. It's third-person action where you get a mech, but it's also like a, a simulation, story simulation. Uh, they showed off a game, we, you know, an update we've seen before called Thirsty Suitors, which the first trailer kind of was weird on me, but I think this one really sold it. Like, it looks really interesting. This is coming to Switch as well as all platforms. Uh, and a couple other things they did show off as a game uh, called Storyteller. Storyteller looked really interesting. This is from Netflix. I don't know how this is going to work on Netflix. But it looks like you get to create different stories and like, you know, boy loves girl, happy ending, or suddenly create like the put the devil in there for the boy, and the boy kills girl, and now it's like all crazy things. So uh, I'm it's weird seeing Netflix there. So I'm interested to see what they do. Um, Stray was announced coming to Xbox. I was hoping it was coming to Switch, but that means there's a chance it's still coming. That they're still working on it. Stray should come to Switch. Uh, they announced a Blade Runner 2033 Labyrinth game. Uh, it's Anna Perina's first in-house game, so it's interesting that they get to work with that IP. And uh, and uh, I think that's coming to Switch. And a game uh, from Glass Revolver called We Kill Monsters. Uh, that. Again, most likely he's coming to Switch. This looks like his take on Monster Hunter. And I love his story because he talked, like, the, it was so personal talking about how he was doing it 2D. He wanted to do it to 3D and he wasn't sure how he was going to do it. And then to make, make, convince him he deleted the entire 2D game that he worked on. So he had to start over. Like, talk about dedication. Like, that's, that's insane. So I love, like, the behind the scenes stuff whenever we get to know what these developers are working on. Uh, and another new game from Maromidi Games, which is going to take place in the future that could actually happen, um, but we don't know much about it yet. And I think um, uh, Mundon, Mundon, Mundane, Mund I guess how you say it, like I'm talking to, turning into Steve, uh, <laughs> which is like a, it's like a hand-penciled horror game that is on Switch, uh, or it's coming to Switch, uh, as well as uh, PlayStation and Xbox. And I think that was all they showed off. But uh, a lot of games, a lot of stuff for Switch, a lot of stuff that aren't Switch yet, but Anna Perina has absolutely supported the Switch. So it wouldn't surprise me if these games go over um, over there. But Steve, what did you think of this presentation and the games shown off? Yeah, I, I like I like their their overall presentation, like how they, you know, even displayed it on the map going around and just showing this this worldwide per perspective. But other than that, I was kind of also bored um, because there there wasn't as much personality other than the couple of develop, developers that they had coming on talking, which was awesome when that happened. Um, but sometimes they didn't really tell much about the game, which is fine, you know, if they if they did, haven't you know come along uh, as as much. But uh, it was cool to get that. But beyond that, it was kind of so it was quiet and just moving on in the next one and that sort of thing. But it so I, I have mixed emotions about the overall presentation. But uh, just running through real quick, um, Blade Runner looks cool, but don't know much about it right now. 
Um, Cocoon looks interesting, but I need to know more before I, I'd say if I'm interested or not. Um, Stray, I might eventually get this uh, now that it's on Xbox because I barely played my PlayStation. So, um, But I'm with you. Um, the game needs to come over to Switch. Uh, Thirsty Suitors, nope, definitely not my thing. I actually thought the exact opposite of you. It was like, oh, this just really reconfirms. This is not my game. Um, I'm sure people are going to enjoy it, but not my kind of thing. Um Although I will totally agree with you that Lorelai and the laser eyes was the thing that that entire showcase, they showed that and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. This is, this is so cool. Like the story behind it, all this, this really, really cool. So I'm very excited about that game. Um, the photography sim, whatever, uh, to the T, to a T, uh, <laughs> it's just so weird. I'm the just song wondering- was funny though. That was funny. And I'm just wondering how in the world did he get his clothes on? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, you know, if your arms are out like this the whole time, how are you putting your shirt on? That's, I don't know how that works. Um, <laughs> but uh, flock um, looks similar to, there's like a couple other flying, just like those type of games where you're just flying around. I, I think there's even one on one or two on sky Switch. sky oh. and some other ones like that, but now it's multiplayer. So that's kind of cool, I guess. But not my thing. Uh, I thought Ghost Bike was going to be something I would enjoy, but it looked really boring. <laughs> like, so boring. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, because you're like biking through this afterlife thing. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a cool concept. And then the trailer was like, all right, move, let's move on. I'm done. Uh, so we'll see. Um, let's see. Any other ones? Bounty Star. Um, <clears throat> why do so many games have to include farming mechanics nowadays <laughs> even a mech game is including a farming mechanic come on um and then uh storyteller i don't have netflix so that um but sure it looked cool and everything um and then the other couple games that they shut off that yeah that um were from the two developers uh we don't really know much about the mura mura me too games at all it's like barely showed anything at all i love their story though like the story is cool yeah but i don't know much about the game itself though um but we kill monsters man that that's a crazy story and the fact that he just deleted it all but my gosh that 3d monster hunter style game looks amazing and yeah. the fact that he's doing it by himself oh my gosh like yeah it looks almost just as good as like capcom could do and so that's that's pretty cool so yeah any other I thoughts agree. that you didn't share um yeah laura i'm still like that laurel I, that game came out of nowhere to me and it looks like something i would i don't even know what the gameplay is like but just like the story based like that is like psychological really freaky cool i love games like that games that like mm-hmm. like eternal darkness or yeah you know things like like that type of vibe and uh that one really captured me i thought you know i didn't find the thing boring because i did like the breakups where we didn't know about the developers and and it to me it shows like anna perna really cares about the actual mm-hmm. developers and wants to give them time to shine and a lot of that stuff doing directs myself a lot of that is they probably reached out to the developers and said, put together something. And that's what was submitted to them. So they put it out there. So they may have wanted more. And it's like, well, this is what we have. 
Um, but I love to, that, that they're still showing like these things are in development and we're working on it. and obviously small teams like one or two people you have to give more time to. So I'm interested to see where they go with it. But, you know, there's a lot of that stuff that is either coming to Switch, which is great. I, I can't see why storytellers wouldn't go on Switch. Um, you know, that's up to Netflix, but I think Netflix should put that on. Uh, the, like the hand-drawn thing was really cool too. Like, a, like it wasn't a type of game I would play, but I love art style like that. Yeah. And and they're really reaching out to different different styles. So we'll, we'll see what goes to Switch and what doesn't. But for for a sophomore direct, I thought they did a good job. And especially after the popularity, they've been around for a while, Annapurna, but I think Stray really gave them a lot of popularity mm-hmm. because of the Game of the Year nominations and all that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see where they keep going with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so many people are wanting Stray too <laughs> already. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Give them some time, people. <laughs> give them some time. <laughs> and yeah, Thirsty Suitors kind of reminded me of Scott Pilgrim in a sense, because you have to hmm. deal with your exes. And that's kind of the vibe I was getting, where you either can fall back in love with them or fight them. And I'm like, Scott Pilgrim vibes, really. That's and I thought true, that's yeah. such an interesting concept, because yeah. uh, if, you're, if you've been in multiple relationships, sometimes it's hard to move on. And sometimes you have to face your demons. And sometimes you need closure. And sometimes you can't get closure, because your ex won't even talk to you. Um, but and sometimes you want to fight them. <laughs> <laughs> and oh actually you know what there's some exes i would absolutely like to fight um but i love the fact that that's even an option like how crazy is that yeah and the, even the psychological stuff of like going inside your head and like your parents are like a villain and like that pressure you know based on a culture you need to be like this you need to do this it's like hammered into you i get it my parents hammered things into me too and it's like wow like like from a psychological point of view i love that i think this game is a lot deeper and if i don't think if people look at it like oh this is just like a dating sim they're missing the point i don't think this is a dating sim i think this is far grander than that yeah yeah for sure too (laughs) jakester says he wouldn't want to fight his ex Uh, well, we also had an East Asia Soft uh, showcase that um, gave us 13 minutes and 17 titles. So let's go through that list and uh, discuss that one too, Barry. Uh, sure. So East Asia Soft usually does like seasonal showcases. So this is for summer 2023. Uh, so all these games are coming out um, for the most part within you know July and August with uh, one game looks like going into uh into september which is the first game they launched with mugen soul z uh for those that don't know mugen soul z was a ps3 game it was a sequel to mugen souls which they did bring to the switch so it's great to see them bring the sequel <clears throat> so it's again off of ps3 ps3 is notorious for for uh porting and and for backwards compatibility so <clears throat> the fact that this game is rescued with all the original content, all the DLC, and it was a lot for that, those games, and brought to Switch, which is fantastic. So that's coming with a physical. Uh, then they showed off Feeble Light, which is coming July 7th. Sea Horizon uh, is coming to other platforms on July 12th, but it is available on the Switch right now, uh, and that had a physical. Chaos Galaxy is coming July 13th. Sword and Fairy 2 is coming July 27th, and that also has a physical. Rainbow Skies, I'm really excited about this one. This was a Vita game and PS4 game. And again, it's bringing in the new new uh, JRPG coming over to Switch. Glad they're bringing this. Uh, and there is a sequel, so hopefully that one comes too. That's coming August. 
Uh, the Bridge Curse Road to Salvation is coming August. The Red Exile Survival Horror is coming August as well. Another one I'm super excited about is uh, Juan Yan Sword, Mist Beyond the Mountains, uh, is a Switch exclusive coming uh, sometime this year. Giant Wishes is coming August uh, 25th. Rayland 2 is coming August uh, 16th. Uh, Batomus is coming sometime in 2023. Red Raptor is August 23rd. Ball Lab 2 is sometime this year. Neko Journey, August 18th. And then we get to the games that I was like, oh, man, this is going good. Now here's Steve. I'm ready for the complaints. Uh, <laughs> Another World Mahjong Girl is coming later this year. And Slime Girl Smoothie is August 4th. And I know I know when I saw those, I'm like, oh, Steve's not going to like these games. But outside of that, I, I was, you know, the, the rest of the games were were definitely something that I could yeah. see you enjoy. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, I this was one of their best showcases. <laughs> For sure. I mean, yes, I, I'm not a big fan, you know, when when they're just a bunch of sexual games, like it's not my thing. But also, like, I just I don't like that, like, oh, here's a Mahjong game and you slap some, you know, um, scantily clad, you know, women on it and call it a new game. Like, that's not my thing. Like, it's, and it's I don't think it's a lot of people's games. It's just kind of recycling the th- same thing over and over and over again. Um, but to see a lot of different genres, a lot of different styles of games, a lot of different art styles, a lot of different, all these different things. And, and not all in the winners for me, like there's a lot of shmups in there that I'm tired. Like they, they need to shake it up for East Asia soft for their, their shmups. Like I need to see something new that doesn't look like a mobile game or a cheap arcade game that they brought over, like with a different skin. Like there's several of these that I'm like, Oh, yet another one of those. Um, but, but that was not what the, what I predominantly saw. I saw a bunch of different styles of games that, and several of them that I was excited about. So, um, yeah, I'll just go through real quick. Um, Mugen Souls looks like it really could be fun, but probably not my thing, but it does look really cool. Um, Feeble Light, uh, looks like just another mobile game. Not probably a simple shooter. Like I was talking about Sea Horizon. We already know about that one. Um, looks like it could be fun, but not my style of game, but looks, looks cool though. Um, chaos galaxy, nope, sword and fairy in no, I'm not a big life sim kind of person. It's another one of those cool, but not for me. Um, rainbow skies looks cool, but, um, again, it's not my style. I mean, I don't typically play the tactical games other than Mario and rabbits. Um, <laughs> that's about it. And so, um, yeah, moving on, uh, the Bridge Curse, Road to Salvation, um, and the Red Exile both look like they were both reminded me. I mean, better quality, but both reminded me of that those that other uh, Shadow whatever the game sorrow we played. Virus. The Sorrow Virus. Like, oh, this looks so much better than the Sorrow. So virus. much better, but but similar vibes, and I felt like both of these would be cheesy creepy and i don't think i would enjoy how i feel after playing either of these games um <laughs> because they definitely dive into that that world and i'm just like yeah i don't know if i would enjoy that um <laughs> john john one is that how you pronounce that one um that looks really cool and if i had the time and money i think i could get into to that game for sure um giant wishes not really my thing 
I think it pushes too much for my taste um, in that direction. Uh, I was like, eh, I, I get the concept behind it. It kind of looks fun, but but not my thing. Um, Rayland 2 uh, looks like a very interesting puzzle game, um, but also kind of looks like it's a mobile game. So I was like, eh, I don't know about this. Um, Betamus uh, reminds me of games like Celeste or Super Meat Boy. Could be really, really fun as well. Uh, and then in Rab Raptor, yet another shooter at this point. I'm moving on. Um, Ball Lab 2 looks, the the art style looks so familiar. Like I've seen that somewhere other than Ball Lab 1. Um, <laughs> but uh, but somewhere else, but it's probably not for me, but it, it, any game like that again, it looks cool. All similar, I think, to if if I'm going to pick one or the other, I think I would rather um, pick the, uh, the um, uh, what was it called? Uh, the, the other one that I talked about that looks like Celeste, uh, Betamus or whatever. Betamus, yeah. Uh, Betamus, yeah. Um, of that style of game. Uh, Neko Journey. Um, <laughs> it was funny to me, like, they were like, yeah, lush 3D visuals. I was like, I don't know if I'd call those lush 3D <laughs> visuals, but um, it looks very promising. It just doesn't look like it's quite done yet. Um, I feel like, especially in the animation when jumping, they're like, eh. and it was like, oh, they're, it's it's almost there. It's like so close, <laughs> so close, just a little more polish. So if I were them, I'd say, you know what? August 18th is a little too early. Push that back a little bit, polish that thing up, and I think it could be a really good game. And then you've already told about the other, the last two. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, just yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, when I was watching this, I was like, <clears throat> all I could think about was you. Because <clears throat> I was like, oh, this is <laughs> you a show. You and me on your that, mind a lot. That I think you would, like, I was like, oh, you know what? He wouldn't complain about that game. He wouldn't complain. Like, he might be impressed with that. One. You know, like <laughs> I'm like, good. Like, like you said, this is one of their better shows. And I yeah. agree. Um, definitely, you know, East Asia Soft has been really good to us. So I'm I'm hoping I'm definitely gonna get Juanyan Sword. Um I, I'm hoping for a review code. That game like I've, I wanted to get into that series because it's like a Chinese-based RPG. And mm. it's great that they're bringing them out. Um and uh I didn't expect them to be bringing those over and to be Switch exclusive because every game shown off here was for the Switch. The only one that wasn't was Sea Horizon, which already is out on Switch. And and I love the Switch love that they're giving. Like, it's it's insane. Like, that one I expected to be PS4 and Switch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, that's Switch only. Oh, wow. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm liking what they're doing. I'm, I'm interested in, in, in checking out a few of these. And I definitely think with the review codes, I'll probably check out more. Um, because of that. So we'll see. Uh, i have to load up the, the fall. So maybe some of these games will be full game chats or something. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Um, Jaxer says, considering how much I like Rocket League, I couldn't help but think of you when Hot Wheels 2 was announced. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Hot Wheels as well. So um, it's a good combination of, of both for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think, um, East Asia soft. I mean, if you keep putting out, uh, showcases like this, man, you are, you're moving in the right, the right direction for sure. Um, and I think that's, that's really cool to like, see, like they really can do, they can, they can publish a lot more, um, <laughs> than, than they had been, um, which is really cool. Cause like they, they're really like we've talked about this before, but they're, you know, given that attention to some of these really small developers that are, you know, working on their passion, passion projects and uh, being able to, to get those out there, which is, which is really cool. So 
yeah, keep keep bringing the the variety. Keep it up for sure. Um, all right. Well, let's let's move on. That's from our our big showcase discussion. We've got a a couple headliners that uh, we're gonna talk about. Uh, really, just just two. Um, so we're gonna make sure you know about a couple more things that are coming out uh, before we move into the uh, the latter part of this episode of the podcast. So Barry, you wanna actually? I, I'll, I'll kick us off and uh, let you know about that uh, first headline is that if you are a Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pass owner, uh, you now have four more Sega Genesis games that you can play on your Nintendo Switch, and that would be Crusader of Sinti, I think is how you pronounce that. I'm not really sure. Uh, Ghouls and Ghost, Landstalker, and The Revenge of Shinobi, all on the Nintendo Switch Plus uh, Expansion Pass if you have our expansion pack, sorry, if you have uh, that, you can now play those on the Sega Genesis app. And going from some really cool news like that to some really sad news, uh, you know, we, we've just had this the season of showcases. Our last uh, podcast, we talked about a bunch of showcases, and this one we we did as well. Um, and it seems like all excited for next year. Um, E3 coming back again. Well, it seems like there may not be one for 2024 or 2025. The LA Tourism Board uh, meeting notes were released and it states that E3 was canceled for both those years. However, the ESA still has not stated that anything's confirmed. Um, that doesn't mean that they're canceled. That doesn't mean that they're not. But based on the fact that this year was canceled and all of these showcases still happened, it kind of says, like, is it needed anymore? We're still going to get the showcases. So that might be the end of E3. It was a good run. It's been, yeah. It's, uh, I need to boot up my NSO at some point. Like, I kind of forgot about games on there, but, uh, <laughs> I need to get back over there after I, you know, finish, finally finish Tears of the Kingdom, hopefully soon, and some other games and stuff. And then I'll hop back over there and play some, play some classic games. And, the thing I'm holding out on for E3 is I'm wondering if they're change they could potentially change venues because we found this out from LA. So maybe maybe they just decided, you know what, we're going to change venues, we're going to go to a different city or we're going to look at it differently, we're going to approach it differently online, hybrid, whatever it is. Um yeah. but maybe it's maybe it's just the end of E3 in LA. We'll see. That maybe well, that's just me hoping. <laughs> they did go to Georgia for I think two years in the in the 90s, late 90s. So um, that's totally possible. They could be maybe doing something, uh, working with Jeff Keighley and Summer Game Fest, um, and they're they're rebranding and changing it up and doing something different. I don't know. Um, it's sad to see. I, I always look forward to E3. I have fond memories of sitting down when when it, especially when it was airing on Spike. If you remember Spike TV. You know, game it was game trailers, but they they would air the the actual. Not only would they air the the showcases, but then Jeff Keeley would usually do the in between, having the developers. I remember, always just like ordering pizza and sitting there watching that, and just <laughs> like having a good time. And now it's like, man, I miss that. I, I miss that a lot. So uh, that's sad. As for the Genesis games, what a great lineup. Crusader of Senti is one of those games I wish I had. That's a very expensive game. That, mm -hmm. For those that don't know, that is that is Sega's answer to Zelda. 
that is that is the Genesis Zelda. Um, the, you know, and it, a lot of people didn't get it, and now it's sought after because it is a good Zelda clone. Um, but it was exclusive to the Genesis, never got ported. So it's great mm-hmm. to see it now on the Switch. More people can can play it and enjoy it. And I, I never cool. played it, so I'm actually yeah. looking forward to booting that up at That's some cool. point. Probably the, I had, the I had heard part. about that game, but I totally forgot what the name of it was. And so, like, I knew that there was a really solid Gen- or a Zelda clone on on Genesis, but I had completely forgot, yeah, what it was called. So that's cool that we have it now. Ironic on on Nintendo now, <laughs> yeah. But it's there, and you know, like, I I like that. I like that they're still adding these games. Um, I just wish there was a more concrete release schedule. It seems mm-hmm. like it's just random when they're going to drop it, but you know, I'm happy that they're still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we move on into our uh, what is coming up in the next few weeks? We're actually we, we'll we'll talk about games we're going to play over the next couple of months since we're taking this a uh, little bit of a break. But uh, if you have not followed us on social media, just another reminder: please do so. If you haven't subscribed on your favorite podcast app, just hit that subscribe button. Uh, also here on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, over on Twitch as well. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you subscribe. Um, but also, if you know other Nintendo gamers, uh, be we just encourage you to share this with them as well. Um, we love just continuing to grow this community and connect with more and more of you that are uh, into Nintendo and just gaming in general. And so if you haven't, you know, subscribed and shared it with others, that'd be great. But also jump over to our Discord uh, cha- our, uh, Discord server. Um, just a great place to, to connect and talk about gaming and so much more over there. So that's going to be a great place for it to keep connecting with us in between episodes, especially when we go on, you know, high data, just like this, uh, we keep the conversation going. So even though we're not putting out new episodes of the podcast all the time, uh, that's still a great place to connect with us and everybody else in our community. So make sure you check that out, uh, as well. Like I said, all those links are going to be in the show notes and the YouTube description as well. So Looking at uh, the next couple months, we've got some we've got some games coming out. Uh, we've already discussed what Nintendo is putting out, but uh, as we're scrolling them on the screen, uh, courtesy of Metacritic's list, uh, just a few that we want to you know make sure you know about, uh, like Kai. Kai- calculator maker um my calculator is coming out on july 6th yay but also the legend of heroes trails uh into reverie coming out on july 7th oxen free 2 lost signals is on july 12th might and magic clash of heroes definitive edition on july 20th pikmin 4 on july 21st radiant tail on july 27th koa and the five pirates of mara on july 27th double dragon gaiden Rise of the Dragons comes out on July 27th as well. Disney Illusion Island on July 28th. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania Edition on August 11th. Moving Out 2 on August 15th. Samba de Amigo Party Central on August 29th. So we've talked about a lot of different dates for games. Those are a few more. Barry, what you hoping to play over the next couple of months? I, I definitely see the one for you, and I'm surprised you didn't talk about it. It's absolutely <laughs> the game for you, and you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly what. See, what what game am I talking about? Uh, no, we're not. A, we're going to just, just skip over those games. Oh yeah, it's stuck with Naughty Housewives. That's the one <laughs> that Steve needs to play. Let's make it happen. Get enough likes, and Steve needs to play that game. Um, I'm obviously 
uh, Trails into Reverie. I mean, it, it's, it's getting rave reviews. It, it's closing out the Cold Steel series. I am so looking forward to that. It was the game I was supposed to be playing when my son was born. And, and my plan was to beat it from July 7th when it came out until the 14th. I was hoping to beat it in a week so it would be done. But no, that's not the case. So I'm absolutely trying to beat 16 now since I'm behind uh, so that I could can tackle that um that is the main game um the other thing is uh rain code came out uh, i think on the 30th um that i'm waiting for the physical collector's edition that got delayed a week that is probably the game i'm going to be going after next that's from the denk and rampa team and i'm very much looking forward to to that um outside of the rest of it uh it might mess around with double dragon gaiden uh and uh maybe disney illusion now and that kind of looks cool but i'm kind of glad that of the outside of that like there's nothing like super grabbing me until a little bit later this year uh, it's like september which means my summer i could focus more on the baby and then i could also focus on some other games um uh like process of elimination which i mentioned before an nas game that looks really interesting and i just never got a chance to go back to it uh, maybe I'll get one of those East Asia State soft games as, as a review. Uh, mess around with that. Maybe I'll go to the Mario and Rabbids Spark Holt Hunter, you know, and and do that that DLC. But uh, yeah, that that's my main thing. So we'll see we'll see when we come back how much time I, I have. And if, if I'm still playing Trails into Reverie, I'll be really annoyed. I'll say that <laughs> like the kids going back. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So you got uh, two Reverie games pretty much back to back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I like the I like the first one, and I'm guaranteed to like the second one. Yeah, um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I really want to uh, beat uh, Tears of the Kingdom, so hopefully be able to get some time with that uh, and and finish that off. Um, but then yeah, just explore. Like that's one of those things that like watching all those videos and stuff on on uh, TikTok or YouTube or whatever, like. It's barely just inspired me to like, okay, Steve, you need to finish the main game so that you can go and have fun like this and you don't have to worry about beating the main game anymore. So get that behind you so that you can just go and uh, have some fun and building stuff and just, you know, wreaking havoc on on some enemies like that. So I'm um, hoping to do that. And then I, I really do like I, I was I was reminded by the Nintendo Direct and and, and our discussions tonight um, that I think I'm going to go back and and take care of uh, a finishing all the uh, the DLC that they've released so far from Mario and Rabbids because um, I do need to get that done. So because because I'm going to be traveling a lot more um, over the next couple months, I like I want to go back and finish uh, Life is Strange too because I haven't finished it yet. But um, but if I'm going to be on the go a lot more, I'm going to be playing a lot more uh, of my Switch. So that's probably going to happen. And I'd say like the the chances are really really high that I'll end up getting uh, Pikmin Four. Um, I'll probably hold off until I beat tears of the kingdom because I don't want to get it prematurely and then just have it sit there. Uh, but I think once I finish tears of the kingdom, I'll probably end up getting Pikmin four and, uh, be playing that probably that's, that's probably going to be a, a big portion of the rest of the summer, uh, as well. And, and, uh, yeah, love that I can play those on the go for sure. Um, Jakester said that he'd actually, I think if I caught this correctly, he does now have the family plan. 
um, for NSO. And so I think he's going to be able to, uh, to play some of those games. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. And also he's looking forward to finishing the story in Xenoblade three and going through wind waker and maybe starting phantom hourglass as well. And also wishes you the best, uh, Barry with your family. So yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, interesting over the next couple couple months not having uh, our podcast every other week. But like I said, normally we are uh, we're live every other Monday. So once we get back on that schedule, either late August or early September, uh, we're going to be back on that every other Monday schedule. Um, so make sure you're following us over on social media and also uh, join under discord. So, you know, exactly when we get back on that schedule and jumping back into, uh, into um, our regular schedule and talking video games with you guys uh, throughout the, you know, throughout the podcast and everything. So Barry uh, beyond, you know, getting used to your expanded family and playing some games and all that stuff, anything else going on in your world? Is that that pretty much wrapped it up? <laughs> I mean that that's pretty big. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just you know dealing, you know, having family here and visitors and friends and and you know we're we're gonna try and still do things that we can, but but it's it's gonna be a little tougher. Um, but it's gonna be nice to you know it's little things like can't go out to like a restaurant together really right now because he's just mm-hmm. too young. I have to wait for him to get a little immunity and. Uh, you know, at least the first month in and, you know, going to the store, it's like, all right, well, we should just run to the store. And now it's like, all right, well, one of us should stay home and now we want to put him in the, you know, take him out. And like little things like that are going to be just a tad more difficult. Um, but that's a short time thing. Um, soon he'll be big enough and we'll be like, all right, just get in the car, you know, like we're going to go. And, um, it's going to be, uh, a lot of learning, a lot of figuring out and, uh, like I said, we're still putting things together for the nursery. And, you know, we, again, as much planning as you can do in life, you know, you can't plan for everything. And even when you think you're good, uh, life will be like, oh, here's a curveball. Have fun. <laughs> so it's just learning as we go and exploring as we go. And, and I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully the next time, you know, we, we come back after the summer, you know, I'm not like, oh, my God, please, someone take this demon <laughs> kid away from me. I, I need sleep. And and, and hopefully I have tons of, of tales of wonder to, to regale you all with. And that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. I'm trying to stay positive. Please be a good kid. And he's, he's a great kid. I love him. Yeah. If you're listening to this in the future, I love you. you know, <laughs> if, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want to get rid of you. <laughs> oh, I can't wait until. We're going to have, uh, we have the next generation of Nintendo Fuse people that are already getting ready to uh, take over for us eventually. So <laughs> your son, Greg's daughter, there's the new host when we get hey, old Steve, and decrepit. Steve, your time. You got to go. Come on. You got to get a tribute. Yeah. We'll One see. of us. <laughs> One of us. One of us. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a good summer. Hopefully you guys have a good uh, time as well. And like we said, let us, let us know how you guys are doing. Uh, either the comments here on YouTube or... Social media, Discord, we love to hear from you guys as well. Um, but yeah, looking forward to, uh, to like I've talked about before, I'm and, and going to enjoy uh, traveling. Um, I'm one of those weird people that uh, like airports and being on planes and all that stuff. Um, 
which Barry does not, but uh, I'll, I enjoy it for, enough for the two of us. So, uh, <laughs> so looking forward to that and uh, yeah, just getting some, some time to, to spend on, on my switch and playing some games on the go and yeah, should be pretty good. So thank you guys, uh, especially shout out to everybody that joined us in the live chat as well. Thank you guys so much for, for being here with us. Like we said, you're the, like the other host of our podcast. So uh, if you've never joined us live, uh, be sure to do that once we return in, uh, in a couple of months. So until then, thank you guys again so much for being here and happy gaming. Have a good one. <laughs>